0: Hey guys, thanks for joining us for Life After Youth Group today. My name is Don Scrivener, and I am a student pastor currently serving in East Texas. I've been in student ministry going on 15 years uh, at a uh, vocational full-time capacity and have volunteered and plugged in, uh, serving at churches uh, all throughout the time I graduated high school. Uh, So I remember clearly the Lord called me to ministry when I was 21 years old, and I'm grateful for that. And so my goal with this podcast is to help parents, students, um, volunteers, anybody connected with student ministry, and uh, to be an encouragement, to uh, also just appoint students that may be transitioning out of student ministry or maybe um, they've already transitioned out and are in college and just struggling to find uh, a hold on on what it means in their, in their walk with God. So today I want to start off with our first episode uh a little, talking a little bit about me and uh but also um one thing that's very near and dear to my heart and I believe is at the core of every student ministry on the planet uh, no matter whether you are a parent of a of a student which now I have my oldest child is in my youth group. And so it's kind of weird for me, but I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful that she loves church and she loves student ministry. And she's found just a great group of friends in that. So it's so encouraging to me So I'm glad to sit back and watch her and how the Lord uses her. So it's I'm grateful for that. But uh, my name is Don Scrivener. I'm originally from Mississippi. Uh, I love Mississippi State. That's right. We just won our first Natty. Um, so it's a great day to be a Bulldog. Uh, Other than that, um, I I love students, and I love to see them grow in a relationship with the Lord. I love to see their parents um, walk alongside them, and just such an encouragement to be able to sit back and see families honoring and worshiping the Lord together. And so, saying that, I um, actually graduated from Mississippi University for Women. That's right, I went to a women's college. That's what my degree says. I'm grateful for it. Followed that up with. Uh, going to seminary at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in Fort Worth, Texas. So grateful how the Lord used that institution and still continuing to use Southwestern to uh, shape and develop people for ministry and kingdom work. And it's so, I'm so grateful for those two places. And God used those two institutions uh, for me to understand good Christian fellowship after getting out of youth ministry after graduating. Because for me, I went to a church. We had a good, thriving youth group. I'm still really good friends with my youth pastor um, that I graduated with. Um, he is still older than me, and I remind him of that very very often. Hopefully have him on here soon. But also, um, but when I graduated, there was only a handful of us that graduated together. And after we graduated high school, um, half of those weren't regular at our church anymore. Now, we weren't in a college town, so that explains a lot. Um, People go off to college, and I get that. I commuted for the first couple of years. I'm thankful for it, and it's where I could work and be with my family and save some money, but also get to be around my church because I loved my church and still have very, very many fond memories and love people there today. But, um, while I was there, just, there wasn't a lot for college kids. And, uh, I hung out with the students some and helped out around the soundboard, kind of did some stuff behind the scenes. And looking back, I see it was God shaping me for ministry today. And so never take for granted students, how God is using you right now. And if you're in college where he has you plugged in, now, if you're not plugged in, Get plugged in, because if you know Jesus, Jesus desires you to serve the church. So where whether you're in a college town and you're away from home, find somewhere to plug in and grow in the likeness of Jesus. Um, And I always encourage our students, yes, get involved with Campus Ministries. I loved Campus Ministries, and I'm going to talk about that more at a later date. But uh, God used Campus Ministries in my life to help shape me. It's where I really met my wife and got to know her really well. And the Lord used that in our relationship, and I'm so, so grateful for it. And I'm going to have the opportunity to actually go back and speak at my college campus here in the fall, and I'm excited about that, to pour into those college kids um, and just— and just show them Jesus. Uh, I'm so grateful for it because that's where I got to see some real hands-on ministry in that in that college ministry. So I'm grateful for it. Um, and so that's enough about me. But uh, and 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 you'll probably learn more quirky things about me as we continue to to spend time together. But today I want to talk about one thing that's really really important to me, and it's because uh, as I've gotten older, as I've been in ministry, as I've dealt with students that this factor means more than what people really think, but the importance of parents in student ministry. Parents are vital for student ministry, and parents um, don't realize just how important they are. Now, In the churches I've served, I've served churches in Mississippi, North Carolina, and here in East Texas. And all along the way, there have been parents that are great. They're great, great parents. And so if you are a parent of a teenager and you're involved in the student ministry alongside them, keep it up and encourage other parents to come alongside you because it's so important. And I'm not just talking about... Having volunteers for events or helping plan this, or hey, we can get together and we can we can cook on the grill. That's all well and good, and we need you to do that. Every youth pastor on the planet needs you to do that. Hear me. But the biggest thing you can do, and I think every youth pastor would agree to me, is parents, we need you to be pouring into your children the love of Jesus, the teaching them Word walking alongside them, you know, because right? it's not just for people like me, uh, men in ministry like me, that you bring your child to church on Wednesday night or Sunday morning or whenever your youth group meets and dump them off. Say, okay, they're yours. You pour into them. There are going to be times that that that's the case, and and that's fine. But as a whole, as a whole consistent uh, way of life, we need. Parents That are going to walk alongside their children. I tell my parents all the time. And if you're in my church and you hear this, you know, I say this is parents. You are always welcome to come with us on Wednesday night because my church, I love my church. We eat on Wednesday night. We are Baptist to the core. That's right. We eat a good meal and we spend some time in worship. We pray and we sing. We look at the word and then we break off into small groups and just have prayer in our groups, discuss things. And I'm thankful for this. Uh, But parents, I encourage you to come be a part of that. Witness that. Because I can remember being in a youth group and it wasn't the cool thing for your parents to be there. I look back on my time there and see volunteers that poured into my life, but none of them were, were parents of students or my parents. Um, and so it, it's important to, to have those people in your life that aren't related to you. It is because I'm, I'm grateful for those people. But it means so much having parents involved. And so over the years, since I started student ministry, I've had uh, students that their parents are involved. They're there on Wednesday nights. They're worshiping with us. They're there on Sunday mornings. They're teaching Sunday school uh, for our students. But they're also just sitting back and being a part. And every time we're going on trips, hey, we're going. I love when parents say that, not because they think it's a week of vacation, because they want to invest in lives of their children, but also their children's friends. And it's so important to do that. Um, I can't tell you how important it is, because if we look at life, we step back and look at things, our parents, or we as parents, I'm going to throw myself in that, we are want our kids to be a part of something good and part of something special, and we want our kids to excel in every avenue of life, whether that's school or sports or if they do dance or if they uh, do something musically, we want them to excel. Right, Part of that, I think, we want our kids to get full rides to college, and and that's going to lighten up our pocketbook a whole lot. So, uh, yes, we definitely... Want that, and I don't think that's a bad goal to have as a parent now, especially because I have four kids, and at one day or another, you know, if they go to college, somebody's uh, somebody's got to, uh, to 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 do something or just start telling them, hey, at 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 sixteen, go mow grass, go do something. Um, anyway, that's another topic for another day, uh, but we will get there. But it's important for parents to be a part. I can't stress that enough. Um, uh, The older I get, I'm grateful for my parents, which um, my dad has gone on. um, He has passed away and uh, I miss him every day. I'm grateful for him. I'm grateful for um, grateful for lessons that I learned from him. I'm grateful for the opportunities that um, I've had to teach my kid things that my dad's passed on to me. Uh, and my mom as well. Um, I'm I'm grateful for both of them, and if they they made sure I was in church when I was younger, and so I'm I'm grateful for that, and the importance of being there. But not only church, but I encourage parents as they walk, as you walk with students to to engage them in the Bible at home. Uh, Because Lifeway put out some research uh, just this past—I believe it was this past year, uh, maybe in 2019—with with with COVID and everything, I'm just kind of—I think everybody's a little delayed on stuff. But uh, and some of the latest research for students, Lifeway put out that 66% of all students are dropping out of church after high school, and it doesn't have to be that way. That's that's the thing about it. common sense would think hey you know half of our students in student ministry don't have licenses how can they if they can't drive then they can't uh, <laughs> they can't go anywhere right but they um, they're not active when they get to college that's 66% now that that percentage if that's true that's dropped a lot since i was in high school because when i was in high school i kept hearing the 90% or 85%, percent—that's and that's a high percentage. So I'm thankful that the Lord has worked through student ministries, uh, through parents, uh, through different individuals to show the importance that our students need to be involved in church. Because like I shared earlier, when I graduated high school, we had very few college students there. And that, I was at a deficit. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go, didn't know where I fit in. I'm like, okay, I'm not a high school student anymore, but I'm not... Necessarily, like in my mind, a grown-up that I can go into this adult man's class, uh, I didn't know what to do, and uh, that was the loneliest, um, really, year, year and a half that I had as a believer because I didn't know where I fit. Yeah, I could come in on Wednesday nights and I could help run sound for the youth, and I had a best friend that was a year younger than me, so he was still in youth group, and we got to hang out. But there was just there was a longing to be a part, and I didn't feel that I fit. But um, what we need to understand um, is that there are students out there that fit into that same mold, that parents that if we can just work hard to do our part to show them that they are a part of the church now, then that 66% is going to dwindle down. It's going to dwindle down because LifeWay even went on to say that out of that 66%, 71% of that didn't intend on taking a break from church. They they thought, hey, when I get out, nothing's going to change. But as always, life, as, as the saying goes, life tends to happen. And we do want our kids to gain independence. We want them to grow. We want them to be an adult is what we want to say. But we need to understand that um, if we're going to do this, it's not going to happen overnight. If we're going to try to combat it, it's not going to happen overnight. And some of the, uh, the things that we can do uh, that are going to help combat students dropping out of church, basically, is this. LifeWay puts out 10 things uh, they call it the ten strongest predictors of students staying or dropping out of the church after high school, and here's what they are. Number ten um, is uh, the biggest is one of the pre- the predictors of them staying out uh, of not attending a public high school. They say that's uh, that's the number ten uh, predictor of students staying or dropping out church Number nine is their fathers attending church. this is this is something that these are things when I say predictors these are things that they look at and these are things they combat. Now um, for me growing up I didn't go to public high school and that was a decision that wasn't on me. I had no part in that. I was on my parents and currently I homeschool or my wife let me let me change that real quick. she works hard in discipling our children and any homeschool mom, they work hard. And I'm thankful for that, but that's been our choice because that's the conviction we have from the Lord. But they, but Lifeway says number ten is that if your child does not attend public school, that helps them stay in church after they graduate. I don't know because I've personally I've dealt with kids that have gone to private school and gone to public school, and I personally think it's split down the road. It when it, I don't because if they're solidified in their relationship with Jesus. I don't know that the school makes a difference, but we're going to go with this. I'm reading you this research. Number nine, fathers attending church. I think this should be way in the top five because when fathers attend church, their families attend church. I was reading an article earlier today that Richard Ross, if you don't know who Richard Ross is, he is awesome. Uh, He is um, basically one of the uh, godfathers of student ministry. Um, But he was saying if uh, he shared an article today that talked about the importance of the father's influence um, in worship. And the father is the one who brings their children to church, so that the percentage that their children will stay in church after they graduate high school, after they move out of their home, is considerably higher. Um, And so it's it's really important that dads be in church. But if dads are in church, their kids are going to be in church. Uh, number eight was parents genuinely liking church if they just show up for the sake of showing up kids are gonna see that students are gonna see it we're going they're gonna read through it um, I can tell you right now my parents dislikes growing up just because I could tell it on their face I could tell it when we were in the car going somewhere or at home what they talked about if they genuinely like church and the people there I think that's super important that you fellowship with believers there number seven parents and students wanted them to attend church so if if somebody wants you to go with them, it makes all the difference in the world. The biggest reason that people don't come to church is because they were never invited to church. So it, that's a vital part is being invited, being welcoming, asking people to come to church with you. Number six was church members appearing to disapprove of them who didn't meet expectations regarding jobs, school, marriage, and so on. And so that speaks to church members. We've got to be welcoming to people uh, we've got to show them the love of Jesus and quit uh, quit dividing into cliques because of social status or where someone works or where their kids go to school or what they wear. That's something that teenagers battle with all the time. And parents, I encourage you, get over that. Love people like Jesus loved people. Five, the youth leader, leader genuinely cared about them. I shared earlier my youth pastor, his name's Scott, he uh he was genuine with me, and that's one reason over 20 years later, we're still really good friends. Uh, we text uh, a good bit, and we talk a lot. We're going to work a camp together here in a couple of weeks, um, and uh, I'm excited about that. Look forward to it every year. It's kind of like a reunion for us every year, but he genuinely cared about me, and he came my 11th grade year. Uh, earlier than that, I had another youth pastor. His name was Johnny, and John. Oh, I love Johnny. And Johnny loved me and our family, and I love, still love him. And he was just so genuine. Um, we, you know, we we until this day, those two guys, we could sit down, have a cup of coffee, and just talk about life and just be vulnerable with each other. So, a youth leader that genuinely cares about them, and I strive as hard as I can, being a student pastor, to to care for my kids, um, even those that may be hit and miss, even those that are here. Three or four times a year, uh, try to to pray for them. Try to, to to engage them as much as I can because I want the best for them. One, I want them to know Jesus. I want them to to know Jesus, and two, I want them to live a life that's going to honor Him from this point on. Four, uh, uh, agreeing with their church's political perspective. Um, we, you know, we've got to understand is um, that. Uh, Bringing that in and bringing a cloud of politics in is uh, students just, especially nowadays, don't have anything for that. Now, I think there's a place for it. Don't get me wrong. Um, but we need to strive to teach our kids the gospel and to keep that at the forefront. not, not Nothing else. Uh, number three, wanting the church to help guide their decisions in everyday life. Um, that's where they learn. That's where we all learn. I learned so many lessons from the church and from the people of the church and the Christians that God put around me. And it helped shape me and who I am. Now, granted, and we're gonna, I do want to talk about this at another date, um, the negative effects of that because, because our culture can shape the church. And I, till this day, and I'm 40 years old, to this day I am still struggling with the views and I'm not talking about theological views, I'm talking about uh, social views, uh, political views, shaped me within the church and realistically had no place in to do that. Now, granted, I, I can't shift all the blame on somebody else. I've got to take some of that. I do. Um, but the church is not going to make every decision for me. But Scripture can help shape me into how I answer things in my life and how, um, I approach things. And that's what I desire for students. And that's what I tell my students all the time to regularly attending the Bible or excuse me, regularly reading the Bible privately prior, prior to age 18, pushing our students to have a, a growing relationship with Jesus and being in his word. I can't stress that enough. I can't stress that enough. You ask my students, what are the top two things I tell them that they, that that they need to do every day is read their Bible and spend time in prayer. There are many other spiritual disciplines and I want to talk about those too at another day and we will. But two of the biggest things we can do, especially when we don't know what else to do, is read our Bible and pray. God will not allow His Word to come back null and void. It's going to speak into our life and, and to spend time in Him, uh, with Him, praying and seeking him and meditating on what his word has to say. And the number one thing is this, adults investing in them between the ages of 15 and 18. And that, again, hits back home with parents. Again, I'm thankful for every volunteer that I've ever had in student ministry. Thankful for them because they see the value of investing in students. And I believe parents see that too. So I just pray, uh, parents, as you listen to this, I pray you wouldn't take this as I'm, I'm getting on to anybody. I want to encourage you pray and seek out how you can invest in your children and invest in the students in your church. Maybe your children have, are, are younger, but you see the value of in, invest in the youth, invest in the students in your church. Um, because those relationships that you develop are going to be so, so important. I'm thankful for every youth volunteer I've ever had. Um, Thanks to social media, I'm connected with a lot of them um, through that, and uh, get to, to visit with them, or we've reconnected, and I'm and we can text back and forth, and it's it's encouraging because I know how God used these adults in my life uh, when I was a teenager, and even as a college student, because. In in the mold I was in, the, 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 the time of life I was in, I was living at home and commuting to college, so I still got to see these people. And because of the three or four years we'd spent in the student ministry together, as a young adult, we had a bond that couldn't be broken. And so parents especially, pour into your students. If you don't know how... Um, talk to your youth pastor. If you're if you're one of my parents, <laughs> come talk to me. Listen, I, I, I want to help you. I want to walk with you through this. And I know that your pastors and youth pastors where you are will want to walk with you through this as well. So be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram uh, for Life After Youth Group. Looking forward to having some guests on the show, um, hopefully in the near future. Um, as the summer is about halfway done, uh, just looking to see what, what we have in store. And so I'm um, looking forward to our time next time. Be sure to check us out. Um, we're on uh, iTunes, Spotify, um, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Be sure to like and subscribe and check us out on all social media.